This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. We've got Cameron Lukey, who's a producer of the show at the 45 Downstairs, but he's also got a new role at 45 Downstairs, uh, which is the artistic director. Now, you've been at, at, with 45 Downstairs for a while, but this is a new role there, isn't it, Cameron? So For you. For you, yeah. anyway, yeah. Yeah, it was just announced late last year. Oh, okay. So hopefully, so it was okay. I could, I, could, I could say that. That's all right. It's, <laughs> it's public knowledge. Now, before we talk about the actual show, uh, The Inheritance, uh, let's talk a little bit about you. Uh, for, for some uh, listeners who probably haven't heard uh, who you are, how did you get started in the arts? And well, I started out as an opera singer, actually. Oh, um, I did not know that. There yeah. you go. So you learn something new every yeah. time, don't And we? that led to my first play as a producer, which was Masterclass, the play about Maria Callas. Right. Um, oh. Because I thought, oh, I know some young singers who could play the her students in that. Uh, and we took the idea to 45 Downstairs. That's how I met Mary Lou Gelbart, the um, founder and artistic director. And uh, two years later, they asked me to join the staff and the rest is history. So you've been there all that time in different roles, but producing uh, different shows f- the, to go on there or, yep. or somewhere else as well at times. Yeah, I was full-time for a couple of years and then I went off and did my own thing from 2018 to 2019. I did a show called 33 Variations at the Comedy Theatre. Um, I did some publicity work for 45 and a few other arts organisations. Yep. Yep. And then right before COVID hit... <laughs> Um, they asked if I wanted to come back uh, in a in a, a part time role, uh, and so that was followed by two very strange years. Um, oh yeah, and then well, you were, would have been closed down through the whole time, were you? Yeah, or? but it was strange because we kept thinking we were reopening, mm. and so we you know we we were working that whole time, but all of our plans just kept getting yeah. thwarted yeah. or pushed yeah. back. Yeah. Um, uh, but what what is it about the place, uh, Cameron, that is so universally loved by both um, producers, actors, uh, and audiences? Because all it is is a box, isn't it? And it can be changed to any format you want it to be. But it, 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 there's some sort of magic about Forty Five Downstairs, isn't there? I think it's the it's a combination of things. It's the aesthetic of the space. It is a very unique space with those floorboards and the the windows, um, the, the iron poles, and those huge windows. Um, it's uh, it's a very flexible space as well, which I think the companies love. Um, every show looks different in the space. The seating configuration is always different. Um, I think. I think it, it is also um, it does it ha- does have a lot to do with the team. Um, we we do have a great small group of people working there that uh, kind of bust their butts to make sure that the shows do well and that we reach as big an audience as we can. And I think the companies appreciate that. Uh, but also, you know, we we our audience is very eclectic. Um, because we're in the, the heart of the CBD, we can appeal to all sorts of demographics and all corners of Melbourne. Um, and I, I think for, for companies wanting to reach a wider audience, 
uh, that's invaluable. And the the good thing is, is that companies come to you and they put on the shows there. You're not curating everything, are you? We do curate every show. So we get a lot of proposals. um, And then we pick the things that we think will work best uh, for our audience and for the space. Uh, we are more involved in some shows than others. Some we co-produce, some we produce uh, independently, like the show coming up, The Inheritance. Um, and then others are uh, hires. So the companies will come in, they'll hire the space yep. and produce the show themselves. But, you know, we'll do whatever we can to support them yep. through marketing and publicity and, and through rallying our database, our audience of, yeah. of around 25,000 people who are on our list. And and the, But the good thing is, is that that's the most interesting eclectic um, theatre that you're going to see in town. You know, like it really is. You you, you have to stop and think. Wow, I want to see that. And we we have so many uh, different um, shows that are on at Forty Five Downstairs that come on here, and it's always such interesting um, uh, theatre that you're producing, isn't it? And and you have to credit Mary Lou for that because she sort of set the standard and I'm I'm trying to follow Well, in, good in luck because I don't think you're going to be up there. <laughs> of course you will. Of course you will. But the idea is that, you know, every show – because we have quite a loyal audience, we never want them to. We never want to ask them to sit through the same kind of show back to back. Yeah. So we always want to keep keep um, keep it varied and, and eclectic, so that if if someone comes to see six shows in a year at forty five, chances are all six are going to be very different. Mm. And and the the setting where the stage is going to be and whatever is always very different as well. Keep them guessing. Keep, keep them guessing. Now, <laughs> tell us about um, this one that in particular you've come to talk to us today. The Inheritance, which is uh, a play by Matthew Lopez. It's based mm. on Howard's End. Uh, it opened on the West End in London a few years back, won all the prizes, uh, transferred to Broadway, won the Tony for Best Play. Whoa. It is a masterpiece. It's it's such a gorgeous play, but it's never been done. And I, I was waiting for one of the main stage companies yeah. to pick it up. But it is a very ambitious show. It's two parts. It's epic. It, it Each part is about three. It's like a uh, 21st century Angels in America. Oh, okay. Um, it's got a cast of 13. So Whoa. I think maybe the main stages were a bit daunted by it. And I thought, well, if we could pull off Angels at 45 back in 2017, we can we can do this and we can, you know, remind the community what is possible at yeah. 45. But has it got the reputation? Like Angels had the reputation. Um, this one here in Australia, I didn't know it. No. I mean, I think hardcore theatre goers uh, have had heard about it and um, are, are keen to see the Australian premiere of, of this play. But, yeah, I was a little nervous about that. Um, but actually, the the response has been fabulous. Okay, yeah, I, I'm heartened, very right. heartened well, by the, minute, the sales so well, far. Well, the minute you, you say Tony Award, uh, you get everyone's interest, don't you? Yeah. Well, I guess that I guess that um, that's a kind of validation that that says mm. that this play was considered the best of its year. So, mm. in a very competitive field. Yeah. So, in a nutshell, give us a breakdown of what it's about. It's about well, it, it, it starts uh, with two relationships, opens with two relationships, one between a younger queer couple, Eric and Toby, and then an older couple, uh, Walter and Henry. And there are sort of, there are two um, events that happen in those relationships that kind of set about a domino effect. And that's what leads to that, that from, from there, the drama unfolds. 
Um, as I as I mentioned, it is based loosely on Howard Zen. So yep. if you're familiar with the book, I wasn't. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, then yeah, yes, yeah, I you, do you, know the book. You might know. Yeah. You you might sort of recognise the plot. Um, but I I mean. I think of it as a grand soap opera. It's very entertaining. Huh. It's very funny. It's all about relationships, um, but it is also deeply moving. I, I have struggled to get through a run without oh. watching a run without getting a bit teary. Oh, <laughs> bring your tissues, people. Yes. And, and I have to ask a little bit of the logistics. Now, you said it's a two-parter and it's roughly three hours a part. Can you sort of pick and choose the, the different times and dates and everything else. So you don't have, you know, you're not sitting watching one in one go, so to speak. Yeah. So there are 13 cycles Okay. and you can go onto the 45 downstairs website, have a look at the, at the schedule and then pick which cycle okay. you want to see. Um, you can either do it a week apart or you can do it uh, back to back, uh, you know, on a Friday night, okay. a Saturday night, or you have the option of doing the marathon on Sundays. You see part one at 2 PM, part two. Harry at Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Harry yep. Potter. People love, it's interesting because you sort of think, oh, that's very daunting. Our audience is going to want that durational yeah. experience. Yeah. But actually, the Sundays are the most popular. Everyone yeah. wants to do it all it's, in one day. It's like a whole day yeah. out, isn't yeah. it? So- yeah. yeah. I, well, thank God when I first saw the Harry Potter, I, I saw them back to back on the one day. I was hanging out to get back there after dinner to see, you know, like the second part. Yeah. Well, hopefully you'll feel the same way yeah, after fantastic. part one of The Inheritance. Brilliant. Okay, when does it open? So we preview on the 17th uh-huh. and then it opens on the 21st of January and then runs to the 11th of Feb. So right. four weeks. Okay. Long. And this is the sort of play that's very important that we all need to see. You know, like it's uh, it's so so unique, and the fact is that it is in two parts as well. Um, it's a real theatre um, event, isn't it? And I, you know, that was a big part of the reason I wanted to do it. I wanted to start this year with a bang after, you know, a few difficult years mm. at 45. And I just wanted to show what, what is possible on, on an independent level. Um, the, the independent theatre scene in Melbourne is second to none. It's incredible. Mm. Uh, and I think this is evidence of that. Yeah. Okay, what's it called again? The Inheritance by right. Matthew Lopez. Right. 45 Downstairs. 45 Downstairs. We all know 45 Downstairs. And, and Cameron, also, you've got your own production company that you do you do shows on too, and that's, there's a website for that, is there? So if- well, that's just CameronLukey.com. Okay. Uh, and The Inheritance is on there because, you know, I am, I'm yep. producing the show. Um, but now it's it's all for 45. Oh, okay. It's all so about it's all, 45 it's all for basic, me. Very good. Okay. <laughs> well, it's lovely to see you, and congratulations on your role. It had to Thank come. You. It had to come one day so and here it is well it took me by surprise it was yeah. that was never on the to-do list i i right. never imagined that mary lou would step back um 45 has always been her baby and she has nurtured it so beautifully mm. and i just hope that i can uh, oh, of course you will of course you will you'll be brilliant <laughs> thank thanks you. for coming in thank, pleasure thanks thank, guys thank you so much we'll be talking to cameron lukey here on joy 94.9 sunday arts magazine Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.